Hi, I'm Max. I'm Joe. And I'm Zan. And we're the Three, Three Whining Witches. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow and give us a five star rating. Also, please share this podcast to those who you think might enjoy our content. Welcome back, witches. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hey, girls. It was, I, I, did, I just decided to do a hi a fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've been doing. So, lovely ladies, would you like to mention something today? Okay. Zan and I are, I'm Joe, are sisters, and we had a loss in the family. And that we've been dealing with, so it was our father. He passed a few days ago, so we'd like to just give a moment of silence for him, if we could. We have our Instagram uh, question of the week. Wrong answers only, Akatar edition. What did Feyre paint on the walls of the cabin? We had six answers. The first one, the letters of the alphabet. (laughs) Nice. As a reminder, so whenever she's writing a letter, she can look up. (laughs) (laughs) Those flower stencils from Walmart that always end up looking like shiz. I don't know what flower stencils those are, but okay. But that's because I'm also not very artsy, so. (laughs) The Batman signal. (laughs) Arrows that lead to the restroom with the words, bat rom these way. (laughs) You know, that kind of reminds me of, is it Winnie the Pooh, where like they always have signs and they're always misspelled? Uh, I think Mm. so. I think so. Amarantha in Risan Por Vida. <laughs> that was me. Squiggles like Britney Spears. Squiggles. Yeah, Britney Spears <laughs> paints and they're always just squiggles. We we oh. discussed this before, I think. Mm. And when we discussed Favorite's painting last book, mm-hmm. that Britney Spears had this special where they were following her and she was talking about how she paints, but when they revealed her painting, it was just like <laughs> circles and squiggles. It's like how she dances. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> the same the same spin. Mm-hmm. The same squiggle. Oh right. God. She does it with her toes. <laughs> That feature knife one that she has out right now is everywhere. Oh, that one's bad. That one's so bad. Have you seen it? Nuh-uh. She's dancing with two knives. Oh, my like, God. Like, big-ass knives. Not, like, butter knives. Chick's crazy. All right. Let's get to a new review that we have on Apple Podcasts. I want to go ahead and read that one out because I thought it was sweet. Or we thought it was sweet. Lovely ladies. Well... Absolutely love listening to these ladies. They have me seriously cracking up and love, love, love that they are reviewing Akatar. If you love fantasy, you have to check out these ladies. Thank you, BookLover36. Very nice. I loved it. Okay, so our first one of the night is Elana Rosso. It is, I believe it's a red Moscato. It's one of our favorites, so <laughs> we've had it several times. But this is the first time we're talking about it on the podcast. It, right? It's really smooth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a very pretty bottle. Um, so our last 
episode, we saw that it's after Starfall, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to the Illyrian war camp, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Or training camp? Training camps, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. And so now we will be starting with chapter 46. Back at the Illyrian camp, Cassian, Moore, and Reese are discussing the girls' training on camp. Moore speaks of three females who showed potential. She and Cassian then start speaking at her traveling back to the Hewn City, and Faber and Reese decide it's a good time to head upstairs. At the top of the stairs, Reese shows Faber the way to the room she and Moore would share. Before going in, she finds herself looking at Reese. Things had never been normal between them since first meeting at Callan Mai. And then she chastises herself and enters the room before Reese can turn and speak to her. The following day, Feyre and Reese go out to train on her magic in the freezing rain. Feyre is leading the way while Reese trails behind her. During their jury, I hate something jury. <laughs> <laughs> During the trek to find the perfect spot, Feyre cannot help but think once again about Reese and possibly starting something physical with him. Ooh. She's so lost in her thoughts that she doesn't sense that there are others nearby. Before she can do anything or before Reese could reach her, she is surrounded by four Spring Court Sentinels and Lucian. Oh. He's returned. <laughs> Foxy babe. So would you say that you are easily distracted? <laughs> Heck yeah. Not me, never. <laughs> oh my god. You're talking to the poster child of friggin' ADHD. <laughs> I am always focused, laser focused. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm focused on what, yeah, something else than <laughs> everything what, else than what we're discussing right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I am very easily distracted. Look, squirrel. No, I'm so, I, I'm too. like today, almost getting run over by a car. <laughs> In the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Also, having like more than one discussion in your head with two different people or something like you try and do it and you're like, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. Have you ever been like in a discussion with someone and just on the side of your, you're in the side of your brain, you're just like, oh, I need to remember to get this at the store and I need to get that. Yeah. And and then so mid-sentence, I'll say... What were we talking about? And I'm like, how is the one who just was talking? <laughs> Have you ever been in an argument with your two selves? No. Uh, no like Jen? <laughs> like Jen Brady? I used to have this friend, and she was she was like, you know what? As long as you don't go, huh? <laughs> to yourself. What was that? <laughs> oh, nothing. Then you, then you shouldn't. It shouldn't be that problematic. <laughs> but how about running into Lucian? Yeah. Yeah. She was ahead of Reese, right? So like, yeah. she like ran into Reese without... I mean, well, ran into Lucian without reason. She was power walking ahead of him. Yeah. So. <laughs> she had her elbows out and everything. Mm-hmm. The, the higher the elbows, the faster you go. <laughs> are we going to be those old ladies? Yes, we Absolutely are. Absolutely not. <laughs> not. I'm, I'm not trying in to in the freezing rain, at least. I would be in the mall, maybe. <laughs> in the mall. Checking out the young ladies. I mean, men. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I might be checking out the ladies, too. <laughs> Sizing myself up, right? <laughs> Seeing oh how goodness. much I compare. <laughs> Chapter 47. Lucian tells Pharaoh that they have been hunting for her over two months. Someone had tipped them off that she was here, and while out hunting, they caught wind of her scent. Pharaoh starts stepping away from them when Lucian says that they need to take her back to the spring court. Tam Tam 
hasn't been himself. Well, you know, obviously. He and it's <laughs> all up to her to bring him back to normal. He's technically a shapeshifter. I mean, no so. pressure. <laughs> if he's a shapeshifter, then he's hardly ever. So, well, well, you know what I mean. He tells her, let's go home. Right? Like, he's like nothing. Like, like, it's for him. Like, okay. Because when when he runs into her, he says that um, that we miss you, right? Or something like that. Or um, Anyway, oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was funny interesting not funny but i think it's like let's go home like she's a child or something you yeah. know yeah and, yeah like, belong here let's go he tells her let's go home and pharaoh tells lucian that it had stopped being her home the moment he let tamlin lock her up inside and let's be honest Fa- uh, lucian did not let him do anything you know tamlin like is a is bullying he's a meanie to lucian too so pharaoh backs away once again Afraid that once Lucian touched her, he would winnow her away from Reese. She has an arrow ready and aimed at them. And Lucian tells her that he needs her to come home because she doesn't know the mess they're in. I like how like she's responsible. Or it seems like it. he's putting a lot of, of the blame, kind of, I guess. Mm-hmm. It seems like. Mm-hmm. On her, on, on the mess that they're in. Yeah, as Lucian reaches for Feyre, she winnows behind his men and with Rhysand by her side. Rhysand taunts Lucian a bit and replies by calling Rhysand a whore. This makes Feral. This Feral. makes Feral. <laughs> this makes Feyre Feral. Feral. <laughs> okay, so this makes Feyre growl. And so Lu- she was Feral. <laughs> she was Feral. Lucian then turns to Feyre and asks what she's done. Lucian and Feyre go back and forth. He tells Feyre that they, he and Tam and Ianthe, were not her enemies. Feyre tells him that he picked Tamlin and followed his rule when it caused her so much damage and unhappiness. Lucian tries to to defend himself, saying that they needed to present a united front. And she reminds him that she begged him for help. Help that he never gave. He asks her if the night court is much better, and Feyre tells him when you spend so long trapped in darkness, you find that darkness begins to stare back. And as she does, she freakishly grows membranous wings. Membranous wings. Membranous wings. That was my phrase uh, compared to your watery bowels. Oh my goodness. Watery bowels. Don't bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) We just got rid of that. (laughs) Yeah. At this moment, I feel like Lucian is also trying to like do the right thing but he's in a really bad position you know he's trying to be Mm -hmm. supportive to tamlin and also to feyre but he's like he's just in a hard place so i'm gonna just i am lucian's lawyer (laughs) and i'm just here to defend him uh, on on every angle i think he makes poor decisions and he needs to own up to it i know regardless of who his daddy is (laughs) i think he's losing sight yeah, well, situation. he only has one eye, Mackie. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Dang, you're the one who said it this time. It's always her, now it's you. I know, right? My poor baby. <laughs> anyway, Lucian asks Pharaoh what she did to herself, and Pharaoh answered that the human girl he knew died under the mountain. She asks that Lucian warn Tam not to send anyone else, or she'd hunt them down. Before leaving them, Lucian tells Reese that he and his entire court are dead. After okay, so after he's gone, Reese checks on Feyre, asking how she did that, and she tells him she shape shifted into that. And he tells Feyre that she looks good with wings, and they fly 
to another spot for training. Oh, you think he got turned on by that? Those I think he got jealous because they were bigger than his size. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. She's like, I fashioned them after Azriel's. So have y'all ever had anybody from the past like come back and act like you owe them something still? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not owe them, but kind of like in this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're like, oh, you're the only fix. Right, right, right. Like you need to do something for them. Like you, I don't know how to say it. You know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, yeah, no. I don't, not really like that. You know, you have those creepers from your past that are like, oh, <laughs> why did we ever break up? And, you know, you're yeah. just there, like, for a very good freaking reason, <laughs> dude, because I don't like you out of my life. <laughs> you did this or whatever. Okay, so have you ever had an awkward run-in with X's friend? Like like in the situation where Feyre literally ran into her ex's best friend. I think I did. And, and it wasn't necessarily even an ex. I used to have, back in the day, I used to have this guy that was obsessed with me. And he was he's a little guy. His name started with a G. Oh. And he always followed me. Like at, from bar to... Uh, okay. The bar. Oh, the yeah. Bar to bar to bar to bar to bar. You know, but... You know, back in the day, I didn't take anybody serious, mm-hmm. so I didn't know what his problem was. I don't know if he was trying to marry me or something, but anyway. <laughs> but I remember I met this other person, and they were like, so you're the infamous Julia. And Ooh. I was just like, what? Who are you? Oh, and they creepy. were like, you're the one that Blank is obsessed with, and I just wanted to see who this person was. And I was just like, I don't care. It's just me falling. I don't even know what to tell you. I That's, don't even know. It was really weird. <laughs> that was creepy. Was it that crazy guy that mm-hmm. was like showing up at random? Like we would go to a bar and he would randomly show up and just stare at you. And he sit like smack in the middle of the freaking bars, right? Like- yeah, and he was a little guy. <laughs> Do you remember that? He was a yes. little guy with beady eyes. Would he try and message you on, on yeah. MySpace? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. And then, not MySpace, Facebook. But then <laughs> I, I, I would just talk to somebody at the bar, right? And there wasn't even anybody I might be interested in. It. And he would text me, or not text me, message me on Facebook because he didn't have my number. I can't believe you would lower your standards to oh talk to this God. guy. It, that, I, like, what? I remember oh that. Goodness. Now that is creepy. He was not cute. He was not. <laughs> and also, that that was not cute, that whole behavior. <laughs> no, that behavior was not cute. But also, even if it would have improved things a, t- a tad bit, he still was not. not like a little worm? He was. He really he was very creepy. And you know how Joe Joe used to be our, like, our, our like, little defender? She mm-hmm. would be like, who's giving you, like... She feisty. Who, who is it that's trying to get... <laughs> your attention or whatever and i'll mean mug him or whatever mm-hmm. I, we would try to mean mug him and he did not care <laughs> he was so weird he's like look at her she's smiling at me he's like those spiders that you spray with hairspray but they don't die <laughs> <laughs> why don't they die though maggie like that hairspray why are you asking maggie <laughs> it's so thick she's... no because i know what she's talking about i'm so desperately like trying to get rid of these spiders they style their little spider hair <laughs> it's <shit>. like five <laughs> out of five Level stickiness, whatever. <laughs> Firmness. 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 Huh. Like my butt. Firm hold. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so when did you start exercising? <laughs> like when I get up from my desk. Our second wine of the night is Diwali Sweet Blanco. 
Okay, chapter 48. Risan takes Vera to a nearby inn, which happens to be a tavern with rooms usually rented by the hour. Mm. And, I know. <laughs> and only a tiny storage space available. Vera is such a hot mess from training on her abilities that no one even looks her way. When they get to their room, it's a tiny ass space that they have to crawl through to get to one side of the bed. One mm. bed. One bed. Mm-hmm. There's two not e- people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least it's only two. Sometimes it's three for me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it's not even the fun way. It's the kid. I know. <laughs> and that girl takes up all the space, <laughs> and she's tiny. So there's not even space for a fireplace, and Reese could not use his magic to warm them since it was being tracked. They would have to use body heat to mm. keep themselves warm. And friction. Just mm. kidding. Favor <laughs> looks at him. He's different because he isn't using magic. Reese tells her that he likes that she looks at him without being afraid. Favor says she was when she first met him, but he tells her that she was nervous, not afraid. He could feel the difference. Maybe mm. that's why he couldn't stay away. Before Feyre can ask him to elaborate on that last statement, Reese leaves to get them some food. While he's away, Feyre thinks about what Lucian might be telling Tamlin at that very moment. She had sent that letter to him asking him not to look for her. Once again, he went against her wishes. And Lucian, he would have taken her today against her will. So what do you think Lucian said to Tamlin? (laughs) I lost her. (laughs) Right? She (laughs) felt right to my fingers. (laughs) She was busy. She had ten men with her. (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> you know, I always kind of wonder like, whenever like, exes and their friends say, they, oh, I saw your ex. And what did you, like, what else, what do they say? Oh, she looked like she was a shit. Like, she looked like shit, whatever, dude. You know, you, you definitely did, made the right decision or something. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> but Lucian was probably like, uh, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. Poor choice. Oh, nice little pause. <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the members of the night court wouldn't do that and would even hold each other accountable for doing the things the spring, port, the spring court had done to her. Amarantha had broken both she and Tamlin, and now they both weren't the right fit for each other. Damn Amarantha. She's so awesome. <laughs> Reese returns with stew for both of them. As Favor starts to eat, Reese. <laughs> what? Starts... <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> no, as Faber starts to eat, comma, Reese starts removing his cold, comma, wet clothes. Ah, period. Gotcha. And she struggles not to think of him naked. Don't we mm. all? They, they start speaking about magic and how he constantly has it in use. The magic needs release, or it would drive him insane. Or so he was warned. Do you think that's true? No, I, I, I wondered about that. I kind of, I wonder if that's like something that's like a breadcrumb, you know, for later. Maybe. Mm. Feyre asked Resand if he thought she would go with Lucian today. He told her, he tells her if she had, he would have found a way to live with it. She can take care of herself. However, if he had just taken her, he would have torn apart the world to get her back. She tells him if Lucian had tried to hurt him, 
She would have shot fire at him. And he tells her he knows. <laughs> Poor Lucian's okay. like at home like <laughs> burnt to a crisp. My ears are burning. <laughs> These people would have killed me. They would have put him on the spit and barbecued him. Right. I'm sure she's he's tasty. Like she's chicken. like, if they wouldn't have tried to get you. Yeah. It tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Roast chicken. Ew. For Fox, the cereal. Foxy chicken. <laughs> After eating. Farah asks again to exchange one thought for another. And he tells her when he looks at her, he feels like he's dying, like he can't breathe. He wants her so bad he can't concentrate half the time he's around her. And currently the space they have is too small for him to bed her properly. Dang. That was fast. Mm -hmm. Of course, this gets Farah all sorts of bothered. And she tells Reese that she cannot stop thinking about him. For a long while now, even while still at the spring court. Hooch! Just kidding, just kidding. She's like... Question. What? Have you guys ever liked two guys at the same time? Yes. Ooh. Details. Mm. Even if it's vague details. (laughs) I want to say high school for me. Why, you liked all the boys? (laughs) No, the a-hole and then his best friend, remember? Who was his best friend? Cross. Oh. <laughs> that was like the first crush. I know. That was it was horrible. I mean, I liked someone and then I met someone else that I also really was pining after and then the opportunity came and I kinda jumped on the opportunity and let go of the uh, other person mm-hmm. and then had a like, kid with the second one yes <laughs> Shh. 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 I, well, the, the other one was not gonna go anywhere i already knew like, it was not gonna go anywhere he was very young he was very, he was very dumb very stupid yeah yeah it was not supposed to be he was my rebound mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever liked i don't have the attention span to like more than mm-hmm. one person at the same time i don't think mm-hmm. yeah too much work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. Mm. It really is. Yeah, because I'm like, Ugh, you want me to pay attention to two people? You can't do that. You can't even mm. make conversation with two different Mm-mm. people at the same time. Anyway, Favor feels like a traitor to Tamlin for thinking this way. She didn't mind when he had stopped coming to her room for romp sessions. Romp sessions. <laughs> that's sad, though. I know, like, right? Like, she didn't mind. Like, oh, she would have accepted it. That's kind of like an old marriage, right? Yes. Where they're like, eh, who cares if we're not doing it? Like, they weren't even married yet. Not even, they hadn't <laughs> even been together a year or something mm-hmm. like that, right? She had given up on Tam as much as he'd given up on her. Favorite tells Reese they should go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's share this one bed. <laughs> Don't toot. <laughs> the absolute terror I would have. <laughs> we're, if we're having dinner. Like, is is there any cheese or is there any? <laughs> is there? I can't have any of that. <laughs> you, me, <laughs> you. <laughs> That's why I said it. I was like, if there's any cheese in there, you gotta tell me yeah. right now. <laughs> me and my lactate. <laughs> Musical chairs and shit. <laughs> Musical bed sheets. <laughs> and it's like, you can see the bed sheet going up. <laughs> you're like, where are the rest of you? are like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Lots of fart jokes. <laughs> Lots. On her side of the bed, she's shivering because her hair is still wet. 
So Rhysand hugs up on her to give her some of his heat. <clears throat> yeah. E- mm-hmm. mm. Even wrapping her up in his wings. Mm. <clears throat> and then Pharaoh starts to run her finger along his wings. What a little tease. For real. She continues to do this teasing. As she does so, she feels him hard against her back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at my little friend. My little friend. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> With his arms wrapped around her, Rhys starts rubbing the area beneath her navel. Feyre grinds up on him and he playfully calls her greedy. <laughs> he then asks Feyre what she wants. While teasing her with his continued touch down toward her nether regions <laughs> and a finger along her breast, he asks again what Feyre wants. She starts wiggling to get his hands where she wants him and tells Rhysand she wants a distraction. She wants fun. Aww. He starts rubbing up on her boobies and tells her he <laughs> loves them. <laughs> boobies. <laughs> and she starts to grind on him some more. He tells her to stop ruining his fun. She tries to touch him, but he tells her he wants to touch her first. <laughs> Feyre starts thinking of the bits and pieces of his feelings toward her She'd been given by him. She begs him, and then his hand enters her pants, and she groans. (laughs) He teases her with his hand in her undies. The other on her breast. (laughs) The way I wrote this is very kindergarten. (laughs) I know. You you did just say boobies. (laughs) (laughs) When he touches her right where she wants, she once again begs him for some release. And then he fingers her. (laughs) See, that's up to like fifth grade. That's like fifth grade. Say what you want to say. He finger bangs her. (laughs) (laughs) She turns to kiss him and his hands move deeper. And then she finds release after he calls her name. He tells her he's wanted to do that since he felt how wet (laughs) she was at the court of nightmares. Moist. Moist. Soppy. He was, was but he was also a little bit disappointed because she just wanted a distraction. And then he licks his fingers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When Feyre attempts to return the finger, Reese stops her. When they get to that point, he wants to be alone and far from everyone because he plans to roar pretty loudly. And when he licks her, he plans to have her splayed out on a table like his own personal feast. Wow. Well, I'll be damned. (laughs) He's been thinking of the things he would do to her, but it's not happening here in the cramped room. So instead, he coaxes her into sleep by caressing her lightly. Aww. Any comments? (laughs) Like... What's the caressing? I wish we would have gotten into detail about that. <laughs> I love like when uh, somebody plays with my hair. <laughs> uh, so do I, or even like your eyebrow, like something yeah. so sensitive on your forehead, your I temple. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can make me fall asleep that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's babies that if you rub a tissue on their face or whatever over <laughs> and over, they'll fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> I like to slap Charlie with my hair. <laughs> You what? <laughs> Say it again? Maggie. You like to slap him with your hair? <laughs> Not like that. He's, did you say that? She says, I whip my hair back. <laughs> I whip my hair back. 
<laughs> because sometimes I'm like lying down on my side and he's being annoying behind me. So I'll just like poof, oh move my, gosh. my head and slap him. You know, he doesn't do it on purpose? No, he's weird like that. So do you guys, uh, <laughs> I, I have a question. Do you guys like touching and feeling and like foreplay or do you like to just get straight to business? No, foreplay. Yes, foreplay. Yes. What's up with the guys not wanting that, though? I don't know. They've changed. <laughs> that is true. Know. That is true. It's like, once you in get the into the relationship, I feel like a lot of them yep. are just like, oh, like, I'm just going to squeeze your tit, and then you're going to, like, want to do it with me, right? <laughs> honka, honka. Yes. They're like, oh, uh, honk, honk. And <laughs> like, I'm done. Like, it's a stress bomb. <laughs> when I do that, that means that I want to do the thing, you know, like, take me to the bed. Like they think they like you're like you're ready to go right after that. Like no, biatch, you need to like do some tricks. <laughs> Beg, turn no. tricks. They don't even have to do that. They just have to like do what they did to get you. Like what they did to get you in the first place. Like go back to your playbook, bro. Yeah. Like just go relook at it. It was burned a long time ago. I know. Chapter forty nine. The next morning, Vera wakes in Rhysand's arms. She turns to ask Reese why he had made that bargain with her under the mountain. He says he wanted to make a statement to Amarantha while pissing off Tamlin. He also wanted to make sure she was kept alive without seeming merciful. He tells her there is nothing he wouldn't do for his people, for his family, and then they decide to forego the nasty shared shower of the inn and leave. <laughs> the day was spent flying to another spot for training and Feyre working on her powers. Neither of them spoke of the night before, although she thought she saw him attempt to speak several times before shutting his mouth. Once training is over for the day, Rhysand takes them to the skies to fly to another spot. During the flight, he tells Feyre he had one more story he needed to tell her. Before he is able to tell her, he is struck by arrows, and Feyre feels it down the bond. As they were falling, he tried to winnow them out of danger, but they were ash arrows, and his magic failed. Reese uses what power he he does have to send Feyre away from the arrow's range. Feyre uses some of her power to break her fall. Feyre climbs to a bough of a nearby tree and listens for sounds of resent. Feyre attempts to speak with Rhysand down the bond, but only gets darkness in response. A creature goes by Feyre, and she winnows away toward another tree. She, realize, she realizes it's anger that helps her ability to winnow, and she continued to do that, traveling from one tree to the next. After reaching the area where they were first attacked, she sees an arrow that is stuck on a branch above and yanks it out. She winnowed in the direction the arrow must have been shot and kept finding the stray arrows. She finally catches the scent of Reese and she sees markings where he was dragged away. She knocks an arrow into her bow and hunts them. She figures it was at least two dozen who had taken him away toward the mountains. But she knew he was alive because she could sense his blood the entire way. But, but this meant the poisoned ash arrows were working since he was not healing quickly. She sensed that the group split up following two paths, one deeper into the mountain and one along them. Feyre decides to follow that one that also has her own scent entwined with his toward the mountain tracks. 
his fingers. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, you know, it's probably true. It is probably definitely true. Is that, is that true. a twat? Gross. <laughs> Nastiest. <laughs> you know, it's true. It is true. It's absolutely true. She reaches a narrow cave and hears a whip crack. She takes <laughs> Maggie for the sound effects. She winnowed further into the cave and sees scouts at the front. Hyphae males she did not recognize with unmarked armor. And she sees others around a tiny fire and what they've done to resand. She tries to push against the bond again, but feels a wall with nothing behind it. They had him strung up with chains of blue stone and he had seven ash arrows through his wings. She winnowed to the two fae who had been whipping Reese and slit their throats with ash arrows she had collected along the way. And she winnowed once again to the next guard, doing the same, and she continued until everyone was dead. Feyre then winnows to Reese and unlatches the chains. She tells him that they need to winnow home, and he tells her that he can't. But Feyre takes his hand, and she winnows him to a cave uh, that she had seen earlier in the day in the forest. Feyre works to get all the arrows out of Reese's wings, and she used a serrated knife to saw the arrows as gently as possible. Which, that does not sound gentle at all you know if you've ever used a serrated knife it's Uh, like the force them yeah Yeah. and it's probably (laughs) vibrating like Mm -hmm. along so as she's doing this to distract reese from the pain pharaoh tells him the story of when elaine bought her paint (laughs) jeez okay what's funny is like she got three colors right yeah she had three colors She painted their furniture and doorways, and she painted a dresser with three drawers for each of of her sisters. Flowers for Elaine's, because obviously, uh, flames for Nesta, since she was always angry. (laughs) (laughs) Reese asked her what she painted on hers, and she tells him the night sky. And he goes still. She goes on to tell him she painted the stars and moon and clouds, and she wonders if somehow she knew what awaited her. She wonders if even in her despair and hopelessness, she wasn't truly alone. And she was just looking for this place and for all of them. And by the end of her story, she had gotten all of the arrows out. After gaining a bit more strength, Reese tells Farah they were hybrid soldiers who had ambushed them. The chains were from the king himself that nullified his power. And before falling to sleep, he tells Farah he was looking for her too. How sweet. And we're all thinking, oh, he was looking for her when he's, like, getting kidnapped or whatever. Mm. But he all means he was looking for her before. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Our third bottle of wine tonight is Don Simon Sangria Premium premium Fizzy. The bottle's really perte. It's very pretty. It's very, very Elaine. It is. Chapter 50. Reese slept while Pharaoh kept watch. His wounds seemed to have some sort of ooze, and he was warm to the touch. The poison from the arrows was still in his body. Now and then, Pharaoh would try to wake him up, but he wouldn't. She couldn't wait for help to arrive, so she bundles him up and left to set a trap with her newish cloak and waited a couple of hours, and then she caught the cereal once again she asked what the poison was on the arrows the cereal tells her it was blood bane and then Vera asks where to find the cure he tells her that her blood will cure him 
It is full of the healing power of the High Lord of the Dawn Court. A few mouthfuls should do it. The Suriel isn't having Farah keep it stuck for so long and asks her to free him. Farah thinks maybe the Suriel let her catch it as a favor for saving it a year ago. After she thanks it, the Suriel informs her that to help speed her mate's healing, she could get a pink flower by the river and have him chew it. She asks it <laughs> to repeat itself. With a shitty grin, he tells her. She tells Farah, the High Lord of the Night Court is her mate. This freaks her the F out. Mm -hmm. She asks if Reese knows, and the serial says, yeah, duh. And this upsets Farah. How long had he known? Farah marches on to get the pink flower, takes it to Reese, and demands that he chew it. He's like, chew it, bitch. And uh, it's funny. (laughs) She's so mad right now. She's just like, you knew. You knew. You knew. I don't care if you're almost dead. Eat this. (laughs) Right. And then answer my questions. Anyway, she wonders if the others had known. He promised not to lie or keep things from her. She takes a dagger to her forearm and tells him to drink her blood. After he's had enough, she shoves him away. She asks how long he's known that she's his mate. When he asks about the surreal, she tells him that he does not get to ask questions. He tells her he suspected it a while. He knew for certain when Amarantha was killing her and when they stood on the balcony under the mountain. It snapped into place between them. She remembers how he'd gone wide-eyed, stumbled, and then vanished. The most awkward goodbye ever. (laughs) Angrily, she asks when he was going to tell her. He didn't know. He tried yesterday, but then they were ambushed. She asks if the others know, and he answers that both Moore and Amory know, but Cassin as suspect. She asks him why he hadn't told her. Reese tells her that she was going to marry Tamlin, and then afterwards she was in such a low place. The other night she had said she wanted a distraction, not a mating bond with someone who was such a mess. Oh, she know. did. She did. I know totally she called do that. Mess that little witch. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Reese Pooh. Vera tells him that he had promised no secrets. He wanted to tell her, but she had only wanted him for amusement and release. He didn't know if he should tell her or just take whatever she gave him. And Vera is angry that he decided to keep her in the dark. They all decided what was right for her. She demands that Reese take her back to the Illyrian camp. She sees the pain in his eyes, but she doesn't care. He had repaired her heart, and now he hurt her. Reese rallied all his strength and winnowed them back to the Illyrian camp. So she could beat his ass. <laughs> That's so sad, though. Like um, He's like in pain, and she cannot yeah. see past her anger mm-hmm. to care for him. Yeah. She knows that he's going to get better, though. <laughs> I think she does. Would but you- it is kind of embarrassing that everyone else knows and except you for don't- you. Yeah. I mean, would you be upset if that was you? Mm. I don't think I would be upset being a mate or whatever, knowing that that's my mate and him keeping it for me. I guess the the fact that she said, <clears throat> don't lie to me anymore. Oh, yeah. Or keep secrets, right? Or keep secrets, yeah. Mm. I think the secret part's the, the worst part of it. Mm-hmm. He's very, like, it's like he keeps a lot of the information close to his... 
you know, mm-hmm. his cards are very like close to his chest, so right. he doesn't say everything about all of his little plans and stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's also reminding her a bit of Tamlin, like he was. Mm-hmm. Kept, he always kept her in the dark, and she doesn't want Reese to do the same thing to her. Yeah, right. Like, right. Nobody True. wants to end up in that same routine, so, and sometimes yeah. females are. The it's a different person. It's the same dang thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what she's feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Understandable about that. It's also really embarrassing that everyone else knows and not you. Yeah. Have y'all ever been in that situation? My mate. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, like, like if everyone knew about something but you, like, not like a surprise party or something like that, but like, <laughs> like somebody knew something about you, about no. like somebody telling somebody hope, about you. No, no, I don't think I've been in that situation. Have you? There are like some things, mm-hmm. there are situations that I do kind of wonder, like if, you know, wherever you work, there's gossip about anybody right. and everybody. And there's always gossip about somebody cheating on somebody, you know? Right, right. And it does seem like everyone else knows, but. Oh, you know what? I <laughs> the take other that person. back. High school, the a hole. Everybody you, knew that he you was be like seeing Joe. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The thing is, Maggie, is that <laughs> if you didn't know, I don't know how you didn't it's know. Because I was stupid and young. I didn't because, want to. I like, guess I, I didn't want to believe it. I don't think I anybody was whispering it about it. You know? I'm like, I it was know. like, everyone was just like shouting it out. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So one time I was in, not, I was, you know, I was older and I had this, I guess he was my boyfriend, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, what's funny was I had an intern, and she was not from our hometown, but from like a little town next to it. And she was like, oh, yeah, your boyfriend's been calling my friend. And I was like, oh, I know I have an excuse to break up with him. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I wasn't God. even like, angry about it. Yeah. I was just like, a way out. I got an out. <laughs> got an out. Holy and God. it was nice. I that mean, was nice. It, was nice. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. At that point, I didn't care about anybody but myself. Yeah. And it, was, uh-huh. it was really nice. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> hey, clean cut, right? Yeah, and I just I hope that like at the at that point I really did have a lot of confidence. I hope that mm-hmm. Estella is going to be like that, um, to where she knows you don't have to deal with that crap. Yeah, I think she is. She's very strong for a little five year old, like her little mentality there. Yeah, I think she'd beat somebody's ass. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny how she's like. Arnie's gonna marry me. He doesn't want to, <laughs> he but he's, want to. he's gonna marry me. And, <laughs> and I just tell her, "We'll talk about that in a few years." I don't think you'll want to marry him. She's gonna be like, "I didn't say that." I hope yeah. you recorded that. <laughs> that's how. That's how Arnie was. He when ba- uh, she was a baby, he would tell me, "I'm gonna marry her." I'm like, "Ah, oh. I bet you you won't." And then uh, <laughs> we made a bet, and he lost, and he still hasn't paid up. <laughs> so. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Mom. How do y'all think, like, being enwrapped in wings feels like? Like when you're in a hammock or something? <laughs> um, What are those, like, um, they're like the Greek rolled up leaves, the grape leaves? or oh, Fig leaves? Or, uh, I don't know um, what you're talking about. Grape but, leaves? Yeah, or? I think so. Something like that. Like that. Like all moist and... Oh, <laughs> I hope they're not moist. 
They don't, they should, I hope they don't have like little hairs, you know, like. So do you know how like uh, when you have a Halloween mask and it smells that, that smell, there's a certain smell of Halloween like masks. Like rubber kind Yeah, kind I bet of. it smells like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. When you walk into any Halloween store, it hits you like this mm-hmm. smell Plastic. of the masks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what it smells I like. I actually <laughs> wouldn't mind that. I actually like the smell of plastic. Is that so bad? Yeah. But it's oh different times. It's I like, I don't know. Is it, is it latex that it's, it smells like? I don't Oh, sorry. Maybe. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I just know that that's why I can recognize that smell. It's like a but it burning, would, not a burning smell. Like it smells like. It's almost sweet yeah. smelling, but. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it. Well, I would, you know, I, I, I would prefer the floaties plastic smell. Oh yeah, you know, like that's understanding. So, just imagine her in the corner with the I damn plastic. Like, you know, when you blow, <laughs> when you blow a bubble with bubble gum, yeah. I wonder if it's like sheer like that. You know, <laughs> oh, the wings. Yeah, I no for real. Like I bet you, you can like see through them a little bit. Yeah, you like, see oh, like, the little veins. All the veins. Yeah, veins. Shit. No wonder they're so sensitive. Like oh, with the veins. Also, yeah. you're like, we need poke through. Ooh, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Gross. Blowing bubbles. Nasty. Like bubble gum. Yeah. Oh, if you're ever, like, really hot, you're like, hey, babe, like, can you, like, just fan me a little yeah. bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If anybody has comments or questions, you can email us at threewhiningwitches at gmail.com with the number three. Um, we also have weekly polls on our in our spotify episodes so be sure to answer those you can find us on our social media accounts on tiktok and instagram at three whiny witches and if you have any comments questions or additions you'd like to make to this episode you can also reach us through dm on those social media accounts we appreciate any constructive criticism also if you follow us on instagram or tiktok we have been putting out weekly questions and like to read your answers on air during the episode. So thank you to those who have been answering those and everyone else. Um, head on over and answer, please. Wherever you listen to this podcast, we'd appreciate a five-star review and a follow. So um, thank you for listening. Until next time. See you later, witches. Toodles. Bar to bar to bar to bar to bar. No. <laughs>